Good morning and welcome to Church Matters, a place where we ask questions about the life of the church at home, across the street, and around the world. This program is brought to you by Mennonite Church Canada. My name is Dan Dick. And I'm Janet Plennert, and we are your hosts. For our program today, we've taken Church Matters on the road to talk about pandemic preparedness and the church. Mennonites have a history of helping out in times of crisis and, in fact, have initiated many hospitals and healthcare institutions in various parts of the world. Ever since the SARS crisis of 2002, we have heard in the news various officials warning us that a pandemic is sure to come. Before we dig deeper, I'll ask Janet to remind us of Jesus' call for how Christians and the Church are to respond to suffering people. Our scripture text for today is from Matthew 10, 5-8. These twelve Jesus sent out, charging them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and preach as you go, saying, The kingdom of God is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You received without paying, give without pay. Janet, last year, Mennonite Church Canada, with the support of Mennonite Disaster Service, began working together on a pandemic preparedness plan for congregations. Mennonite Church Canada called together a task force of public health practitioners, spiritual care specialists, emergency preparedness planners, and disaster recovery experts. And it has been an energetic task force. Church Matters interviewed several task force members about the church's role in preparing for mass illness in our communities. Here's a quick snapshot about how a pandemic might affect our lives. We'll hear from Rita Friesen, a public health nurse with the Winnipeg Regional Health Authority, and then from Janet Bergen, resident care manager at the Menno Home in Abbotsford, B.C. Our schools may have some closures. Um, Hospitals may um, prefer some people do not attend to visit other individuals. Uh, We think of grocery stores. Um, gas uh, facilities, like basic resources, if you need people in those places, if those people are affected, then all the services that we um, utilize on a daily basis may also be affected. The church may be a mere skeleton of itself. Uh, 50 to 75 percent of the congregation may not be there. 50 to 75 percent of the leadership may not be there. Um, It will not be any resemblance to what we we now have. And we need to prepare our leaders for those events. The church brings many gifts to a crisis situation, and these are recognized by public health offices. Randy Gissell is a Mennonite, and he's a public health physician in Manitoba. He has told us that the church brings a spirit of volunteerism, of organization, relationships, networks, and healthcare professionals that also care about the spiritual and emotional wellness of people in times of crisis. Pam Dreger is the Director of Spiritual Care at Eden Mental Health Centre in Winkler. She has a special interest in getting the church to care more and participate in health care, as it has throughout history. She says that the church has stepped back as the government has stepped in. We asked Randy first, and then Pam, why the church should care about a pandemic. I think this is a wonderful opportunity for our churches to, sh- uh, to demonstrate what it means for us to be a community of faith, living out our relationship with God, uh, how that impacts the world around us. 
I think the church, first and foremost, should care because Jesus, every time he sends people out, says, go and heal the sick. And we are called to be people who bring healing. And healing isn't just about providing medicine and providing beds. It's also about providing wholeness and a sense of hope and a sense of future in the midst of whatever is going on. Gord Friesen is the chair of the Pandemic Task Force. He has years of experience in crisis response with Mennonite Disaster Service. He observes that public systems cannot provide everything needed in a crisis situation. What they cannot provide normally is, uh, first of all, emotional and spiritual support for uh, people who are affected. And they do not necessarily have a, uh, a large potential force of people who think compassionately and who care about each other. We asked task force members what a congregation could already do to prepare themselves for a public health care crisis. We'll hear first from Randy Gazelle and then Rita Friesen. Preparing for a pandemic is all about uh, creating connections, working with partners in the community, uh, how, how we uh, prepare for that ahead of time so that uh, those connections are, are already there. Then there's also going to be the specifics of how they help care for people within their congregation, how they help prepare people ahead of time by whether it's keeping yourself healthy or having emergency stores ready, how, they, uh, how we uh, prepare individually or as families and as a congregation, and then as well, how do we see ourselves responding to the needs of the community around us. In a lot of churches, the deacons uh, take uh, responsibility for caring for the daily needs of people. Uh, we have fellowship groups, uh, food groups, um, groups that arrange for rides for individuals. And all of those basic needs will um, be different, possibly more intense during a pandemic, but they're already in place. They may have to be strengthened, they might have to be um, supplemented you know, with other individuals and more people being involved in all those tasks. But I, I really think that a lot of that is in place already. Listeners by now might be asking what a pandemic might look like for a congregation. Pam Dreger, Director of Spiritual Care at Eden Mental Health, painted a challenging picture. One of the ways it's going to change worship immediately is if a pandemic breaks out, the chances are the numbers actually in the congregation may be very small. But even more than that, the people who are there are going to be aware of the impact that the pandemic is, happen is having on a huge range of people. So there'll be physical concerns. There'll be those people who are actually sick, who, who have whatever this particular virus is, and what's happening with them, and how will they be cared for. There'll be a huge range of social impact, so that some people will not be able to work. Um, their place of business may be closed down. Uh, they may be at home caring for one other person. They may simply be afraid. So then you get all the issues of, do I have enough money to pay my mortgage? What happens if I don't pay my mortgage? Do I have enough money to buy food? A major event like a pandemic will have a significant spiritual impact so that their sense of meaning and purpose and reason in life will start to fall apart. And their basic resiliency, their ability to cope with what's going on will be significantly shaken. The church traditionally and, and really is the only place in society is the, the place that people turn 
to ask some of those questions and to look for answers. And I would expect all of those things would impact how we go about being church and shape what happens on Sunday and what makes it either meaningful or not meaningful. And even more than Sunday, shape all the rest of what we're doing as church. Some things will not seem as relevant right in the midst of crisis, and other things will become very, very pressing needs. Many congregations have members who are healthcare professionals. Two task force members noted the special role these persons would have in their churches during a public health crisis. We'll hear Randy first, and then Janet Bergen, both of whom work in public health. I would hope that healthcare professionals, uh, because of their, their background, because of the skills that they've uh, developed, their understanding of uh, infection control and uh, infectious disease, have a special role to play in helping congregations understand the underlying issues, helping them uh, uh, you know, avoid the panic can, that can sometimes people start to feel when uh, confronted with, with a disease that they don't really understand. I've written a parish nursing manual actually uh, uh, for, for the classroom setting for nurses. And uh, nurses have uh, areas where they work in public health, they work in facilities, they work with immunizations, they have connections in the community, they understand their communities, and they can bring it all to bear in a congregation, in the church life. Let's give the final word to Pam, Janet Bergen, and Gord. We asked them what message they would like to give to the whole church when it comes to being ready for a pandemic. It's very much like the prophetic words of the Old Testament. This is coming. You need to be prepared. And, and part of that is prepare the way. And, and you prepare the way for the community to respond as a community of faith, as a community of compassion, as a community of healing and hope. Take this seriously, be prepared, um, hone in on somebody in your congregation who's excited about it and articulate it and get involved. I would say that I've, I've seen churches that are devastated after natural disasters uh, and have a hard time getting together uh, after such an event. And that is largely because they had never talked about any kind of a plan on how they would relate to each other, and uh, regroup. That's our program for today. Anyone wishing to learn more about a church's faithful response to a pandemic situation is invited to attend the joint Mennonite Church Canada, Mennonite Church USA, People's Summit for Faithful Living, July 8th to 10th in Winnipeg, Manitoba. To find out more about the People's Summit, visit MennoniteChurch.ca on the website or call 1-866-888-6785. In the meantime, we invite prayer and financial support for the many ministries of Mennonite Church Canada. Your gift can be sent to 600 Shaftesbury Boulevard, Winnipeg, Manitoba, R3P0M4. Write Church Matters on the envelope. My name is Dan Dick. And I'm Janet Plennert. You've been listening to Church Matters, where our prayer is that you will be called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Tune in again at this same time on the third Sunday of the month to hear more about the many ways that the church matters. Thanks for joining us. As you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and light as people of the way.